fucking intro. This is Dustin. And I'm Chris. And this is SLC Punkcast. Punkcast. Yeah. This is episode 70. 7-0, Chris. If we were a person, we'd be near death. Shit. And you count all the actual episodes we've done, we've recorded. We are Methuselah. Something like that. We're over an hour average, just over an hour average per episode. We've recorded like 133 episodes. I think this is like episode 134, roughly. Right. I'd have to look that up. That's a lot of hours of material, man. If you wanted to listen to us and catch up to everything that we have put out so far, you, you'd have to listen for almost a week straight. Nonstop. Fuck that. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do it. This is SLC Punkcast. We are punk rock review and interview show, reviewing, critiquing all genres and subgenres of punk rock. And uh, you found us. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play and Player FM and all sorts of anywhere. Spotify. Where, where, uh, where podcasts Playlists can be found. Playlists on Spotify, that's right. And, uh, of course, you can find us on www.slcpunkcast.com. Dustin, what are some new albums, some new releases? What do we got going on? Some recent releases, Chris. The Raging Nathans Had a Split with Parasites came out October 12th. End of Nothing with Oblivious, October 13th. The Eradicator, the courts closed on Sunday, or Christmas. <laughs> That's October 15th. End of Chaos with Robin Hood EP, October 16th. Inside Job out of Salt Lake City released Inside Job EP on October 17th. Butane Regulators released Songs About Happy Stuff, October 18th. <laughs> the 22s, Nice Knowing Ya. They released that on October 19th. A Vulture Wake with Fall Prey on October 19th. A Suicide Generation with Last Suicide on October 19th. Old Fashioned Ideas with Still Worth Fighting for October 20th. That's a really good one. Uh, split with Savage Elite and Concrete Beat called uh, Savage. I think I said that wrong. It's Savage, Savage Beat. Elite. And Concrete Elite, but they mixed the name up. See, I said the name. Oh, right, right. I so gotcha. the name of the EP is called Savage Elite Concrete Beat, but the bands are Savage Beat and Concrete Elite. Gotcha. That came out October 22nd. And then, Chris, what's coming up? Casualties, Written in Blood, October 26th. The Blanks with Barfly on the 26th. That's a single. The Complicators, that's a split with Empire Down on the 26th. The Revolts with the Equator single on October 26th. New album coming out. Intellectual, intellectual, yeah. Intellectual, intellectual. The invisible hands meets the visible fist. That's a single on October thirtieth. What a cool name, huh? Yeah, that's cool. The suck, something to do for music for something to do people. Something to do music for something to do people. Gotcha. Volume there it is. three. Volume three. That's November first. Les partisans. L'important c'est y croire. That's released from 1997. They're re-releasing it November 1st. Fail to Follow, Part 2, November 1st. That's a local band. Drug Church with Cheer on November 1st. Sick of It All, S-O-I-A, Wake the Sleeping Dragon, November 2nd. Scarborough with Wolves on the Road on November 2nd. And The Bare Minimum 
where the buses don't come on November 2nd. Let us know what we missed. You can find us on social media and let us know what it is that you're excited about that's coming out that we haven't mentioned. You can find me on social media at SLC Punk Chris. And you can find me on Twitter at Another Punk SLC. And Dustin, you run our SLC Punkcast uh, social medias on Facebook and on Instagram as well. Dustin, new music. This came out, uh, this was the single from the Real Big Fish's new album that will be coming came out, out a week in ago December. Friday. Right, this so it's only been out a week released. and a half. But yes, it's coming out in December. Yeah, can you believe it? Life sucks. Let's dance. Lots of new ska here in 2018, Dustin. Lots of the third wave bands coming out with new stuff. Absolutely. All of it. Dustin's top 25 of the year. That's right. Uh, yeah, Boston's came out with something, and the Interrupters, and Less Than Jake, and Real Big Fish. So pretty cool uh, little shark collection. Punch. And Shark Punch, of course, uh, who we've spoken to. Uh, yeah, they're out of Orange County, California. If you've ever been to Real Big Fish show, you've been seeing the same one for a while. So I'm excited about the new stuff coming out. Um, and uh, this came out, Dustin said... A week ago uh, Friday. We, we could go Friday. The album. So that have been the uh, 12th. Yeah. I think the 12th. Yeah. Yes. Life sucks. Let's dance. This song is called "You Can't Have All of Me." You can't have all of me. I need a little for myself. You can't have all of me. Left of me. I'm like a skeleton, the vultures pick my bones clean. And all these vampires have got me bleeding out. Well, they keep taking more, and I just have to go without. And all these obligations, well, they just keep coming. Won't be one time, I'll use the bed. I got nothing. You can't have all of me. My boss, my job, my family. You can't have all of me. I need a little for myself. You know you can tell who's playing. <laughs> yes. The Real Big Fish has a very unique sound as far as third wave ska goes. Very full sound with lots of horns and um, quite the live show too. Even yeah. though we've seen it a bunch of times, yeah, it's, it's similar. It's still, still fun to go to. Yeah. And and, and uh, it's literally an hour of breakup songs. <laughs> Is it not? That's probably true. Uh, yes. And, of course, all these great, you know, the, the great classics, Beer and the cover they did of the AHA song, Take On Me. Right. So, lots of fun stuff. Dustin, what do you got? This is Authority Zero, Chris. They're also going to be dropping yeah. a new album this year. They did last year. They did last year as well. Uh, Broadcasting to the Nations, top of our list. That was both album. up there, man. God, it was such a good album. This is going to be a so we're both big fans, needless to say, right? It's a tough follow-up, still. And they've released a couple tracks. Ah, hell, this is one of them. 
And yeah, this is track five. The new album's gonna be called Persona Non Grata. Is this the first album with their current guitar player? The dude with the. Uh, no, he did one, the last album. Was too. he on the. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we saw him playing sure. before that. Yeah, yeah, we did. It's fucking great. Yeah. He does more with one arm than you and I do with two. Together. Put together. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, it's going to be released December 7th. Be on the lookout for it. Uh, this is hell. Speaking of something recognizable, Jason DeVore's vocals are very recognizable to me. I always know when I hear the vocals of Jason DeVore, that's Authority Zero. Well, for me, for Authority Zero, it's this part of their song that we're listening to right now. It's the bridge that they do with uh, with their bass. It's a very common tool that, that Authority Zero uses and, and uh, uh, the way they do their breakdowns. It's, it's a cool band and... and uh, really love them uh, but yeah you're right they have a very unique sound to them uh it's a great band That is a sign of things to come with the new album. I'm excited because I, I really do dig that track, man. I, I like it. I'm a big Authority Zero fan, though. I've been an Authority Zero fan for a lot of years. And an easy band to like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Chris, got another new track here. Uh, the bands I'm going to pick for this episode are all from Spain or Basque Country, which is kind of mm. the, the border of occupies the border of Spain and France. Yes. It's kind of both. Yeah. But, uh, I love, you know, we've mentioned uh, talking to people from Bakersfield. As soon as you mentioned Bakersfield, the place to eat, uh, the Basque restaurant is the first place everybody talks about called Wool Growers. Nice. And so it's kind of like a, it's a fucking staple in Bakersfield. So, uh, cool. yeah, man. Love going to Wool Growers there, Basque food. It's, it's like a communal family dining table. And so you sit there with other fucking people and pass around dishes and stuff. It's a lot of fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. Chris, speaking of Basque Country, this band is from Euskal Herrera, Basque Country. Nice. So, again, border of France and Spain, but this is a Spanish-speaking band. But the name of their new album came out this year, May 1st. Uh, Act 2 Die Russia. Something like that is German. Mm. 
It's uh, Act Two, Revenge. And I forgot to mention, the band's called Hexen. Five-piece, all-female oi band. Fuck yeah. We both we talk about oi a lot. Chris and I are both big fans of oi. But I don't think female singers, let alone an all-female oi band, come up very often. I, I can't even think of another one. There's some good oi in Spain. If yes. you wanna If you want to throw like the Basque region just as a region of the nation. Sure. Chris, again, this is Hexen. The track was called Burn the Fear. It's track number three off the new album, and the new album was released on Common People Records out of Barcelona, Spain, and it's also on LSM Vinyl. It's one of LSM Vinyl's first releases. Right on. We know LSM Vinyl, Chris, because long shot music. That's what LSM's for. Fuck yeah. Yeah. All right, Shout Chris. out to Mike. Exactly. Today is his one-year anniversary. Oh, really? Yeah, he posted that today. Is it? Yeah. That's neat. Uh, that's unfortunate, really. Yeah, it is. <laughs> We want Mike to come back because we want Mike. We were, when we had him on the show, we were talking about Suede Razors coming out here and doing oh, like yeah. a weekend thing, well, like in Denver, Boise, or and something then, like that and with Salt just Lake. Fucking nope, you're gonna stay in Canada. Eh? I know because part time for fun with his friends plays in a band, not his occupation, but that's why he got banned. Stupid banned in the states. You're right. All right, Chris, we're gonna be doing an interview here shortly. So my picks are all bands from Spain. This has nothing to do with Spain. This is Newcastle, Australia. That's where these guys are from. Uh, we played. It's like it's. Everybody knows it's the Spain <laughs> of the Southern Hemisphere. <laughs> right. Uh, trashed again. These guys are from Newcastle. Uh, we're going to talk about it in an interview. Chris was unable to make the interview because I did it at 2 a.m. local time here yeah, in Salt Lake. I wasn't Lake. about to fucking make that interview. <laughs> But I had the, had the boys on because it was a good time to get as many of them on the interview as possible. Right. 
Uh, they just released their, their new EP September 28th, I believe. Yes, and the new EP is Another Way to Fail. Uh, we've already played a couple tracks off of it. Uh, and we're going to play the rest of it because it's so good. You go first. That's what we're going to listen to now. We're going to come back to another track here in a moment. from Australia. I know. But there's a lot of good bands from Australia. I think you should... It had that transition because it kind of blends and I didn't play them straight through an order from the album. I played You Go First, which is track two. White Knuckle Ride, that's this one. That's track four. We're going to play track three, which goes in between these two, but I'm going to play after the interview. The interview is going to come up next. So tell me about getting up at 2 o'clock in the morning to interview a band. Uh, I went to sleep, and I had set my alarm up for, for 10 minutes early, and I had everything already set out, so I just had to kind of wake up, get my wits about me, uh-huh. so I was thinking, and I think it was still kind of a slow start. But those guys, you know, it's evening for them. It was great. I was going to say, what time is it in Australia? Is it's it like, like a 12-hour difference? No. It was 7 p.m. like the previous day. No, the, the next, next day. day. Yeah. You spoke to the future. I was. That was a, a, an in-the-future interview. Mm. All right, there's White Knuckle Ride. They actually tell a story about this song. I asked them about it. They talked about it in the interview. Uh, let's check out White Knuckle Ride. As soon as this is over, we got an interview.
going to a glass party after party. You can come if you want to. We're all going to a glass party after party. No more sleep for a week or maybe two. I am joined now by the guys from Trashed Again. Fellas, thank you for taking the time for joining the show. Give me a little introduction of who we're talking to. Uh, I'm Mickey. I'm guitarist. Um, I'm Luke. I'm guitarist and vocals. I'm Cal. I'm bass and shouting. <laughs> and Ben is unable to join today. He does the drums. Yep. Yeah. Gents, tell me how the band started. When did the band start? About four years ago, actually. But we've had a couple of lineup changes. Me and Ben started, and Cal is now our third bass player, and Mickey is now our third guitarist. So we've had a few changes. That's why it's taking so long to get some music out. Maybe. And we had a name change as well. We went. We used to be called uh, You've Been Robbed, but we didn't really like it, so we changed it. <laughs> that was uh, the last contribution from our last bass player. We all, everyone seemed to like that heaps more. And with uh, with Cal and Mickey now, we got straight into recording, and we finally got some music out. What brought you guys together? So there was four of you originally, and now you're on your you know your third iterations of bass and guitar. What brought the four of you guys together? Oh, we're all just we're all mates from around uh, from Newcastle. As I said, me and Benny first started. I had a couple of songs, and he goes, "Oh, they're pretty good. We should uh, jam." And we got a couple of the old boys together, and as the changes came through, we had more friends with new instruments. Of Benny goes, "Oh, I know Charlie plays bass. We'll get him to fill in." I'm like, "Yeah, sweet." Cal rocked up and played. I said, you're in. And then we need a new guitarist. And he said, oh, we know Mickey too. So he said, yeah, I'll play. So it all sort of, sort of happened organically, really, because we're all friends. We all listen to the same sort of music. We all hang out with the same places. And yeah, we all just love punk. And we just all wanted to do more. And apparently my songs are all right. So the boys want to keep going. So <laughs> nice. The songs are great. You've changed the band name once. And it's changed now to Trashed Again. Why Trashed Again? Well, it, it, it's more suited our, our you know, punk drunkenness, really. You know, we're like getting together, having beers, blasting some punk rock on the radio and all on the TV, on our phones. And so we all really enjoy it. So at the moment, we're just sitting there watching a bit of uh, YouTube. So I think we've got the new Distillers songs on there at the moment. So just enjoying very Dale's new music. So the love of punk and the love of just hanging out and just drinking. Yeah. You guys are from Newcastle, correct? Yeah, yep. right. um, except for Mickey, he's from Wales. I've lived in Newcastle for five years now. Well, how is it in Newcastle? How's the punk scene there in Newcastle? It's all right. It's um, a lot of mini genre, like, you know, when they split up all the genres, the fuck all these street punk, all that sort of stuff. There's so many little clicky things. It's like, yeah. It's a good scene, but very spread out. Everywhere I know of, punk seems to be the minority, so you don't want to really subdivide it too much more. Yeah, well, it's, it's definitely a minority here, but like you said, it's not sort of divided a bit, but at least, yeah, like we watch hardcore bands and hardcore people come to our shows, and then, you know, our actor mainframe, like 90s skate punk bands, they're doing their own thing. They're fucking awesome. We're all friends with too. Yeah, yeah. It's not like there's, there's like some turf war or anything. It's just, oh, no, it's something like that. It, we, we just play together all the time, so the bills are always mixed. It's never just all the same, and we're all just friends, too. We're just enjoying a good time. Half the people we drink with at the pub are all just in bands, so it's, it's good fun. Oh, that's great. Well, speaking of live shows, uh, what live shows have you guys done recently? The last one we had was in Sydney last weekend. It was Punk of Palooza. <laughs> thing with, what, 18 punk bands. Yeah. It was hard to stay sober. Yeah, for. we run at like 11.30 at night, and it started at like 4 in the afternoon. 
we were trying to say sober, but we didn't quite do it. No. <laughs> no, we, still, we, still, we still nailed the show, but we are pretty drunk. Yeah, I got, I got put in a water band. I said, you got you to sober up. And we're like, nah, 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 I'll be right. <laughs> yeah. He pulled it off, he pulled it off. I managed to hold, hold the shit together for uh, long enough to play, but um, it went well. It was a good day, and Sydney's uh, a good spot, too. It's only two hours south for us, so it's not that bad to travel down there. And it's the biggest scene, but still, like, they, they come to Newcastle, and we'll go down there for different shows if we want to. And look, with, again, it's just, we're all friends, too, with these guys down there. So it's, it's easy enough to get shows there or here and anywhere, really, because we're all friends, and that's what makes it the, the best part about playing. We're all having fun. Yeah. With our friends. Lately, we spot strung out. That was cool. There's fucking heaps of people there. And uh, recently, Booze and Glory, one of my favorite bands. That was awesome. Fucking good. Yeah, man. Do you guys do primarily shows in Newcastle, or are you guys doing tours there in Australia? Primarily in Newcastle, as it stands, is, you know, a couple of boys are married and got kids and that, so. Sure. Boring, not easy, but um, eventually, I think. Let's definitely in the car. Yeah, we'll, we'll fucking make it happen. We're doing kind of a mini tour soon, but it's only two shows. But they're like, <laughs> they're like a five-hour uh, drive-in, so they sold out the week bender. <laughs> That's awesome. It's our main, really. And we, we all work, too, so like, it's going to be over weekends unless we really plan it. And Australia is so big. Just to get, you know, we're going to go to Fort Macquarie, which is like two and a half hours north, just for a show, and then we're going to go sitting at two and a half to south. So it can get a bit traveling especially if the dates don't match up so you got to do a lot of planning but um or you can fly so you got to borrow gear from mates in melbourne or you got to go to brisbane or you got to fly again so it's 10 hours driving to get to the next major city out of those the newcastle sydney area so, oh yeah so, for sure it's on the cards I'd, I'd love to be able to go to um um you know europe and the states yeah just yeah. uh it's just Planning and making sure we can uh, get enough shows put together in a run and right. getting some time off work. We usually, if people ask us to play, we say yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just say it, so. <laughs> you guys want to play the weekend? Sure, where are we going? Uh, Sydney? Yeah. That's fine. That's how I joined the band. The old bass player couldn't do a show the boys had in Melbourne. That's like 10 hour drive from Newcastle. So Penny rang me up and he's like, We need a bass player for a show. Can you fill in? I'm like, Yeah, I'll fucking do it. Where are you doing it? He's like, We're going to Melbourne. I'm like, show you guys mentioned coming up that's the their shows november 9th november 10th in newcastle and port macquarie yeah, yep. and you guys got hack the mainframe them's fighting words and a bowl of goldfish is that who you guys playing with Fuck yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, mate. All, all, all good bands too like it's, it's the best thing about it at the moment all our friends are in really good bands uh, they're all really good fucking bands and they're all very different too yeah. it's like uh fighting words like a hardcore sort of thing where Street punk, what have you? Um, bowl of goldfish, what are they like? Melodic punk, yeah, melodic. They have like mad harmony. They're just really good. They're twin brothers and they got some mad harmony. Yeah. And I'm um, like the mainframe are like really fucking tight as fuck. Ninety skate punk and very fucking good. We want to party really. We should be yeah. hanging out, just drinking and like, oh, it's good to go on. Hurry up. You guys are mentioning having to learn some songs for for playing. So you guys have now released five tracks. 
officially with the EP. How many tracks do you guys have? How many guys? Uh, or how many do you play at your live shows? Yeah, we cut the set list down because we realized someone filmed us one day and realized we were playing for 45 minutes. And we were only meant to play half an hour at each show, but yeah, we played 45 minutes. So we canned a few songs. We started writing, because me and Carl joined the band now. We started writing all together, all new stuff. It's getting pretty good. Excellent. You just released the EP. It's next release. And is it, are you looking for a release of a single? Are you looking for a release of an EP? Are you looking for a release of an LP for the next one? told you guys what i think i think that ep is just amazing you guys are doing a great job i'm super excited that's that's great uh how would you guys describe your style of punk and what inspires the music i know i think we're all like similar bands but we also like all different stuff as well i think it's a mixture of everything oh i'd say some kind of melodic street punk yeah. i think i don't know but um yeah we're all into yeah, all these ones us bombs granted bouncing dolls and then all sorts of weird shit outside of that, I think. Yeah, I think that makes for the best music when you have a diverse background. And uh, the more diverse, the better, because you're just taking everybody and throwing it into a blender and seeing what you get. Yeah, well, I think, I used to play in rockabilly and psychabilly bands and shit. So when I'm playing bass, I tend to steal bass lines from that. Probably not what a lot of punk do, I don't know, but... Things work. Yeah. I don't think we've ever gone out going, oh, let's let's do something in this style. It just tends to be whatever we feel at the time. Like, I'll, I'll come in to practice with, oh, I've got this little riff, I've got this little idea, what do you reckon? Like, oh, yeah, and then I start playing it in a different rhythm. The guy's like, oh, no, we need to slow it up or speed it up or throw a scar bit in or something. Yeah, because Mickey's a mad scar head. He loves it. Loves the reggae, loves the scar, don't you, bud? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> so, And Steady is one of my favorite genres. That's that's great. I, I think that's probably best, you know, just to be organic and let it come out as is. Just everybody put in their their two cents, come up with your ideas, build upon that instead of trying to force something, saying, "Hey, this is the kind of band we are, so we have to do this." Yeah, exactly. That's what happened with this. Yeah, it worked out pretty well, I think. A lot of a lot of what I like to do, if you've got a sort of pigeonhole, is like I like the rhythm, like. 
I hear something, even if it's a simple three or four chord riff, like I hear that rhythm and hear that what's in it before I go, oh, no. Nah. When you hear a certain rhythm or a certain tempo, you're like, oh, we need to write more like that. Just keep going with this. I like that where that's going. It's not actually, oh, I'm going to sit down and listen to some band and copy them. It's just the feel in the room at the time. We've all had a few beers. We're all pumped up. And then the drunk uh, Benny was something banging out a beat. And then I just had the chords flow. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, what was that again? Let's just play it again. Let's play it again. Let's play it again. And then I just start making up words on the spot. And everyone's like, what did you say? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I was just making it up. And before you know it, we've got a song. And it's like, oh, that was great. And then Mickey puts the phone up and records it. And then we get home and we work on it. And we learn it. And then <laughs> we try to remember it remember that energy and remember that passion rhythm and I always find that's the best way for me to write some is passion in the rhythm not actually learning style not copying a style that's just me you know? and because I never learned guitar I used to be a drummer and that's why I like rhythm so to me rhythm is everything and I just started playing guitar one day and I showed the boys some songs like, oh that's pretty cool it's that and it's all about the rhythm scanning and choruses and getting drunk with your friends and Singing and together and having a good time and not giving a fuck. It's the song Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I wrote Brothers about us just all hanging out and just having a good time and not, not really giving a fuck. We're, you know, we're all rock stars right now. We're just a bunch of friends hanging out and just having a good time doing what we want to do. Right. And that's one of the biggest things I said to Mickey and Cow when they first came in. It's like, if you're not having fun, you can leave. There's no there's no rules. Like, if you're not having fun and you don't want to do it anymore, just go. And that's why the, we've had a few changes because the guys weren't having fun anymore. And I'm like, that's cool. That's fine. I'm happy with fun. At the moment, Cal and Mickey are having a great afternoon. There's nothing else I want to be doing at the moment, really, except maybe going on tour. But yeah, yeah. hanging out with the, the guys and writing songs with that same passion and energy and rhythm that we've been doing. If, you, if someone wants to label us as street punk or pop punk or you know, rock or whatever, that's fine. At the end of the day, we're just doing what we think sounds good. Right. And that's what we want to do. Music that sounds good to us, because like we said, we all have a different you know, taste in music, but we all have the same taste in music, which makes it awesome. Well, you, you told me about Brothers. Tell me about uh, a couple of your other tracks. What's White Knuckle Right about? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I'll, I'll field this question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <you got> this. <laughs> we, um, that trip to Melbourne, actually, that song is about Melbourne. So at the end of it, um, we say, oh, Melbourne, I miss you. It's just like Newcastle were cool because we we've never been to Melbourne until that show. And um, we walk around the streets, you wouldn't, you wouldn't tell you anywhere else. But I came home, and like, you got to stop going about Melbourne. <laughs> and then we, sort of had, we had a practice, and we had this riff, and I started singing about Melbourne. I, um, me and Benny were just lying drunk for two days straight, and Gow was passed out in the couch. And I say that in the first line, so you know, me and uh, on a bender again, Ben and I are drinking to the end, and Gow's passed out on the floor. And it was literally, we went down to Melbourne for a show, and we had the best weekend of our, like, you know, about career, I guess we're going to put it that way. And I said, we have to immortalize Melbourne, how much fun we had. And um, every time we have a show, I always go, Something, this song's about Melbourne. And the boy now takes the piss out of me and goes, Hey, hey, bro, tell, tell everyone about our Melbourne trip. So, why nothing's about Melbourne and how much fun we had and just being together and just getting loose and having a great time. And it turned into a great song. Everyone really liked that song. My favorite track it was the first single that you guys released, and that was Long Way Home. Tell me about Long Way Home. Well, yeah, that was actually, uh, actually, that was the last song uh, Chris learned uh, before he left, that was the old bass player, Chris, and we had, um, we were playing as a three-piece at the time, I just had that, that chorus, and I said, oh, what do you reckon about this? 
and you know, Ben and Chris weren't really into it at the time. I don't know, it was kind of just mucking around, having a good old time, and I just sort of got this weird idea in my head about a trip, a travel, and it was like a story about going going away and having fun. And then before I know it, Benny's like, oh, let's, let's change up the intro, and that's the intro with Benny's idea, and I sort of started hammering around that little picking, that little, that little riff, and I'm, oh, that's just pretty cool, but we really need a second guitar, and then we had to get another guitarist, and it all sort of developed through that, and it was almost like a, we almost broke up at the time, and then all of a sudden we got, you know, a new guitarist again, and Benny's throwing out new ideas, and we're all really starting to learn again, and it literally was a long way before we got that song done, and when it came out in the end, it was only a short, punchy song, but it turned out really great, and it didn't start like that at the beginning it was virtually uh, a throwaway idea I had a chorus as we sort of built off that chorus me and Ben the old bass player Chris then with everyone's help it ended up just being this track that we all really enjoy singing and that's probably one of the songs everyone sings along with at at a show it's it's simple too it's it's almost like one of those songs you've heard before but you haven't heard and you can remember it without listening to it over and over again right Right. Uh, you've described it very accurately for me as well. I, I sing along to it every time it comes on, and it is catchy, and maybe okay. because it is, you know, familiar, you know, not anything I've heard before, but definitely familiar. It, it, it wasn't intentional. We, we didn't go out there trying to make this sort of catchy song. Know, a song. And <laughs> at the time, we, we only had three people. We didn't need a second guitarist. So uh, we're, we're trying to learn to play with three people, and are we going to be a three-piece now, or... We're going to get another guitarist, and that song was that sort of weird transition period, too. Of what are we got? What's, what's next? So, you know, where are we? What are we? What's going on? And that's actually when we changed the name just before that song was finished. And then, yeah, and Chris had enough, and said, no, no. And then I finished the song, and the rest is, I guess, they say, is history. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if we go down to history, I guess uh, that song might stick around for a long time, but I don't know. It, was, it never came out that way at the beginning, but it is what it is, and I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. Everyone keeps telling me to write more songs like that. You can only write what you write. You right. Force the issue. Tell me about Fall Down. I don't ever have a, a theory or a plan or a method for lyrics. Like like I said before, when I, I hear the rhythm sometimes um, in, the, in the energy, I, I, I hear words that are there that aren't. And um, what, what did you say when I got? Uh, autism? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mickey reckons I got some type of autism because... He's on the spectrum. Because yeah. we, we sit there playing it <laughs> You'll pick the car up sometimes and start playing chords, and I'll just start abseiving over the top. What's that? I'm like, I don't know. Look, yeah, how, do you, song. How, how do you do that? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I just the rhythm you're playing and the way you're playing, and I, just, I started hearing words, so I just started saying them. And then before you know it, you know, we the words came up, and that was a bit more personal to fall down. But a lot of the lyrics I wrote, and you know, slightly more angry too. Just, Sometimes like shit. I've got a couple of kids at home, and he thinks you get hard. At the same time, you, you always kind of fall down at some stage in life. And one of the lines in the song is about my son. It's like maybe come your life, and you know you sometimes should get up and just keep going. And that, that's an Australian colloquialism. Mickey didn't really understand it when we first sang it. It's like, <laughs> like, what are you saying? I'm like, what do you mean? What we're saying? It's the way we say it. It's an Australian way to say it. Fall down your face sometimes. I guess you you got to get back up. You know, weird way to say it. Oh, that's what we say. We don't really care. I just want to spank me line in there. <laughs> <laughs> I, spank me. I still don't know what that is. It sounds like spank me. We don't know what he's saying, but it sounds like, oh, God, you'll spank me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that should be the lyric.
know, but I'll say it now. Yeah. And like, it's like that line, you saw a Barbie girl, but you didn't know you saw a Barbie girl. <laughs> plastic, you're just fantastic. Yeah, from, uh, yeah. I was born in plastic, you're just fantastic. That's it. Barbie girl. It's Barbie girl, but like, look, there's no, there's no copyright infringement. I'm pretty sure they are. Yeah, yeah, I assume we're next. Yeah. But I never sat down going, oh, I'm going to steal the phone out of Barbie girl. I, was, I, I just heard that sort of phrase in my head. And then I went, oh, I'll, I'll just put this in. And it wasn't until we recorded it, the guy's like, did you actually say that? And I'm like, yeah, I said that. And I'm like, oh, okay. Right and I never really make things too personal. But at the same time, sometimes personal things come out. I don't know. I just always feel at the end of the day, a song is what it, what we make it. You can you can take away your own opinion of the lyrics and make make it more personal to you. Or you I think that, that's how songs are better when you can do that. Yeah. You can listen to a song and take your own meaning the other, yeah. whatever they're thinking about. Yeah. I, I, I never I never sit there and go, oh, this 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 song is gonna define a generation of people. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 honestly I just say the first thing that comes to my head when I hear the when I hear it and then the guy's like say that again, that that works or are you saying you know, are you saying look and I go, No, I'm saying talk and like, Oh say look and say look and then I'm like, Oh okay and then I'll just just keep making it up and then once I sort of go home and listen to it again after the recording I sort of I start penciling in more defined words and start thinking, well, what was I thinking? Or why Why would I say something like that? And then, <laughs> What's I, wrong with me? Yeah. <laughs> and I, 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 I make it bigger, I make it more than it is. But all, all the songs are just parts and parcels of like thoughts and sounds and words that I've heard in my life that sort of work. Like, like you know, the guy's ripping off the page by Barbie Girl, but they sort of make sense. Like, you know, we're, we're born in plastic, everything's plastic, we throw everything away, and everyone thinks they're great. And I'm like, oh, you know, we're all fantastic. And like, that's why I'm ripping off society, but at the same time, it's like, oh, that just works. I'm like, that's, oh, I'm just going to stick with it. That is the first time that lyrics has made sense. Yeah. Explain <laughs> that very well. That's what it is. Well, I don't, I don't, I've never had to explain it before. And <laughs> no. It's like, yeah. you know, in, you know, when you fall down, you got to get back up. And that's, that's just what happens. Like, you know, you're going to throw everything away. Are we disposable? And one day, we probably will be. But these, these people out there, you think they're better than us. And all that's fantastic. Good on them. But really, it's like this. Fuck them. Fucking stupid and fucked up as we are. But we <laughs> <laughs> have to deal with it. Yeah. Well said. <laughs> that's very well said. <laughs> very well said indeed. Would you guys do festivals in Europe every summer? I mean, there's huge festivals. Yeah all the time rebellion you know for me being one of the biggest but even all throughout the year there's so many yeah. festivals that would that be something you guys would be interested in doing it's all i've ever wanted to do yeah. so, yeah. like because i grew up in britain i used to go to rebellion every single year and i've missed the last five and i'm good about it because all my friends put pictures and you know seeing all the awesome bands and i'm missing it so i think you need to go to rebellion boys yeah. well i show up at dead as winner this year they said call back for next year so they said february <laughs> Message him, but I don't know yeah. if you ever heard of Dead of Winner at the, the Brisbane, the Brisbane uh, festival. That's pretty big, top level player of that, and a couple of big bands played. I can't remember the whole set list. I think Friends of Ron played as well. Uncle Ron Bowling would be the one you want to get to. Oh, definitely, yeah. that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. that was the pearl party. Yeah, that looked awesome. That looked like a fucking great yeah. time. But any, any festival, any show, like, without sounding like arrogant, we don't really care where we play or what we play. We just want to play. Like, we'll, we'll play the jazz festival if you want us to play. Like, <laughs> <laughs> If you drop, if you message us, like you go and find out who's up, easy as that on um on our Facebook. That's how you contact us. You want to play a show? Yeah, sweet. When, when when's the date? Yep. Yeah. I'll, I'll get babysitters. We'll get, or cram in the car. Off we go. Yeah. Love it. People don't care who you play with. That's what I play. It's just about getting together and having a good time. Right. 
any, any festival, that's, that's the answer. Any festival coming out that wants us, we will. And if you can help us out, that'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> Absolutely, I will. I will lobby for you every chance I get. Yeah, nice. I'll start saving you for a plane ticket. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Is there that's anything else that we should know like, about Trashed Again? Probably more things you shouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're not as dirty as we look. Uh, yeah, we are. We are. We, we had a show down in Sydney uh, a couple of uh, months back with Matt and Wong. They're, they're a pop punk band, like, you know, a bit more like a single playing sort of blink sort of style. Okay. We rocked up on the Mohawks and, like, you guys are, like, the punk like, looking band <laughs> I've ever seen. And then, yeah, so it's like, what do you mean? That was what we wear. Yeah. We went, nah, nah, it's all good. It's just funny, like, we had a show last week and Gosser, they go, there's a real punk band playing like, what? It's like an all ages gig. These little kids are tapping each other. Like, Look, it's real punk. <laughs> <laughs> we don't consider ourselves real punk, or what we just consider ourselves as, I don't know, we consider ourselves as a fucking bite. A band of drunks. We, uh, we sound the way we look. That's right. right. Yeah. I was like, what? It's like, you sound good or bad. Like, so you, you thought we looked dirty, so we're going to sound dirty, or you think we look tough, but we sound wimpy? I don't know. What <laughs> <laughs> I mean. like, you, you look how you sound, right? Now you look, I mean, and like, oh, okay. I take that as a compliment. Yeah. They, they were more on the emo sort of pop style, which is fine. They're, they're cool dudes, and it is what it is, but it's just funny. You know, people, some people instantly think something of you before they even hear you. Like, right. We're not thrills now. We're not hiding anything. We just want to play music and hang out. Watch other bands. Guys, thanks again for joining me. Thanks again for taking the time. We're a few different time zones away, so it's always appreciative for <laughs> me and for Chris for <laughs> people taking the time. Absolutely. I look. Yes. Yes, definitely. That's what I was gonna say. I said I look forward to the next time. All right, guys, uh, we're going to play some more music up next. We're going to play Brothers. We were talking about that track. Looking forward to playing it. So...
Chris, love that track. It's a good is, song, man. It is a cool track. Uh, I like the album. I like it a lot. I, I told the guys in the band I'm a big fan. And I bet you did a bunch of times and don't even remember because you were fucking... It was 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, shit. That's probably true. Chris, we're going to move on to some older, lesser-known picks. Yeah, man, I've been doing oi stuff. I wanted to play some uh, some dropkick with Michael Cooligan. Right. This is Road of the Righteous. One of my favorite songs, man. Just a common worker supporting his kids and wives. Chris, why'd you pick this? Because I love it. <laughs> Great you explanation. And I, you and I came up with, we did a dropkick, like a full dropkick Murphy set. we got to revisit that. And this was one of the ones that we didn't play off of. It was on die. both of our picks. It just wasn't each of our first it was, picks. It was right. We, we, we were, this was one of the ones that was like left alone uh, from us. Love Mike McCulligan's uh, vocals. Um Love this song, uh, you know, working man song, uh, and uh, I just, you know, like I said, I, I've been doing kind of oi bands that I love and and on ones that are influences and things like that. And for me, maybe this is the, one of the bands that kind of pulled me into that uh, direction. I don't know if it's oi. I think it, it it's it's definitely street punk. Uh, definitely street punk. Fucking cool song, man. Got great transitions. Yeah, man. Great song. Yeah, man, just, uh, you know, a favorite of mine of Dropkick. Fuck yeah, man. What a goddamn. You know, and and with, and it's not trying to take a shot at Al. Uh, love Al, Bar. Um, but, you know, fucking, I'm so partial to Do or Die, you know, with, with Mike McCulligan doing the vocals on um, on early Dropkick. Nice. What are you, what, are you, uh, are you, where is your, do you, do you, See well, them as two different bands. I, I, a lot of Dropkick Murphy fans do see them as two different bands, as at least two I different don't, eras. I think maybe. it wasn't such a hard transition. You know, it wasn't first album Mike McColgan, and then next album something completely different. Mm-hmm. It was more, in my opinion, their, that album to what they're doing now was more of a gradual transition. Yes. So I, don't, I wouldn't say that it's to me it's not two different bands, though you had two different singers, right? 
I don't think really what they were singing about was such a hard transition either. The, definitely it was just the, more of a gradual what they do. The content is the same, right. but when you go to the concert, you have Ken Casey doing a lot of the vocalizing. Sure. And it's a lot more of the, um, uh, I don't know, folk punk, I guess you could even call it. Sure. And then they'll say, okay, hey, we're going to do some punk songs, and Al gets to sing. Right. Right. You know, um, I know one of the last time, one of the times that you and I have seen them, they did uh, uh, Citizen CIA, right. uh, which wasn't, uh, which kind of a deep cut in my mind, I, I guess. Um, but it was almost like, well, we got to throw fucking Al's here, so we got to play some music that he can <laughs> sing. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, I hate to say it like that, you know, uh, maybe it fucking, you know, takes away the, the, you know, demystifies them or whatever in my mind. It doesn't. I, I love the band and always will. But that is definitely a great song. We need to come back. We need to revisit, Dustin, uh, some Dropkick Murphy stuff. Ideas for future episodes. Maybe there's some suggestions out there what we missed. Go back and listen to our Dropkick Murphys episodes and let us know which ones we missed and which ones we oh, should yeah, include man. if we do it again. And there's a, a lot of people who are friends on um, – Instagram, who like Dropkick Murphy's chick, is one of them, right? That that anytime I post a picture like of you, you got the Dropkick Murphy's flag behind you in the in here in the studio, right? And she's always like, "Great flag," you know. <laughs> and so there's people who are big Dropkick Murphy's fans that maybe even were drawn to our podcast because of them and because of those early episodes that we did. Um, yeah, they definitely are people that we want to hear their opinion. Yes. First, we're going to move on. Uh, another band from Spain. This is the Glory Boys. The track's called Glory Nights off the Glory Nights EP. It was released in 2007 there from Valencia, Spain. That's on the east coast, right on the coast of Spain. This was track number one. Let's give it a listen. band from yeah, spain hard to find a lot of information on but go check out glory boys uh we're gonna do one more older lesser known band from spain and it's kind of a hardcore band from spain but they're from andalusia get it 
You know where Andalusia is? No, nah, man. I've only been to Spain once. We drove. I've never been. We we drove into Barcelona and we dusted, we ate, and we drank and we danced and we fucking partied so goddamn hard. Barcelona is like in the northeast, northeast. Yes, Andal- right on the coast. Andalusia is like on the very yes. southern part so coast, I, I, and it kind of touches Portugal. And uh, all right. it's not like a city. I looked this up today, and it's like a region and a territory. Maybe it's kind uh-huh. of its own. Area like the southern area of Spain is Andalusia, and that's where Minority of One that's who's playing now. That's where these guys are from. It's a hardcore band from Spain, Andalusia, Spain. Right, album is called Never Quit. This is track one, which is called War Beyond Class War. This was released June 21st, had a discussion when we did our recent non-New York hardcore bands episode. We talked about hardcore. We talked about hardcore with Richie from right. Wisdom and Chains. And we talked about how it's kind of similar to metal, similar to thrash and stuff Touches like that. It, that yes. solo right Absolutely. there kind of kind of had that, right? Yeah, man. Uh, and, you know, and, you know, we've talked about kind of this history of hardcore that I've been exploring kind of with this punk rock uh, NBA guy on on YouTube. I really like his show that he does, and I, I'm really interested. Uh, and I've gotten to where I'm seeing hardcore in a lot different light, and I'm and it's not negative at all. It's it's exciting. Um, wanting to know, okay, hey, what's your band's? Uh, you know, what what where do you guys come from? Where are you on this spectrum of hardcore? as far as your influences, right? And, and those that are closer to the, to the uh, creating of hardcore are more core to the values of hardcore. And, and, then, and then those newer bands, they're, you know, they're, they're doing hardcore. They're, they're, they're creating the facade of hardcore, right? I should have this hairstyle. I should play this type of music. And, and their values are different from those original core values. And they're inspired by bands that came after those original bands, right? Sure. So, so it's, it's interesting to me to, to have this opportunity that we have uh, doing this podcast, talk to these bands. And that's why we ask them, what do you listen to? What inspires you? What inspires your music or your lyrics? Because I think that it gives us and other fans of punk and, and, and you know, it's numerous 
subgenres uh, that exist, it gives us an opportunity to say, okay, hey, when I'm listening to this, what am I, you know, where does it come from, right? right? We've interviewed ba- punk bands that we asked them, you know, what inspires you, what inspires your music, and they tell us it's the Ramones and, and fucking – uh, the Clash and fucking those, you know, 77 type bands and, and what have you, or even up to Black Flag. And then we ask others and they're like, oh, well, I'm inspired by these 90s punk acts. Well, they're inspired by those guys, right? So, and and then, you know, we, we interviewed uh, bands before that have told us Blink-182 right. is their inspiration. And it's like, fuck, that, they came out like a few years ago, man. And it's, it's, it's crazy. But it, I have a question for you then. So... If your influence is a band such as Blink-182 and Blink-182's influences were bands previous to that and those bands were influences previous to that, are you therefore, if you're that guy who's influenced by Blink-182, influenced by those 77 bands by virtue of where their stuff's coming from? Not at all. I I think that it kind of takes on its own thing. It it becomes something different. Um, You know, I, I think that what are the ethics of punk rock, right? So the ethics of punk rock are that it's um, that it's more simplified sound, uh, more of that garage style, and it's definitely DIY. And then and then you here's the example right here. I thought here, it'd be fitting, right? To play start your your great cover to cover album. So on when this. you're listening to a band that's inspired by Blink, you don't get this, right? Dialed down, simple, fucking three dudes. That looked the same, <laughs> right? And adopted the same uh, name. Adopted the same name. What a what a great concept. Uh, DIY ethic. It was and four so, guys, though, wasn't it? Or four, yes. Yeah, sorry, and and so well, eventually started as three, didn't they? And then moved to four. I'm gonna have to look that up. I don't remember. Well, let's listen to some beat on the brat. Hey, yeah, this is Talk one of my about this. my very favorite Ramon songs. Is beat on the brat, um, and uh, this is off their self titled album. Which Rolling Stone is says is the number one punk album of all time. What Crank it up, man. Tommy. Yes, that was the first album. Was the first. 
And then you had CJ and Marky. CJ joined much later on, though. I mean, CJ, well, the CJ, band yeah, only yeah. went to 96, oh, yeah. and CJ joined in 89. Uh, there was a, a Richie Ramone who took over for Marky for a couple years. But Marky actually started in about 78, roughly. Yeah. So the majority of the life of the Ramones was Marky Ramone. The overwhelming majority. Right. Chris, what'd you pick here? The last one was track two. You went yeah. over to track four, and four, then you're going to do track three, three next. Yeah. That's the same order I did the trash The reason the, is, the I, uh, this was uh, one of the two that uh, Rolling Stone specifically mentioned. This one? Right. I want to be your boyfriend. And, uh, yeah, so very much harkens uh, to the 1960s rock, right? It's It, it has that sound. Yeah. For sure. I want to be a boyfriend. So the reason that Rolling Stone mentioned this song specifically uh, is as they were comparing it to Blitzkrieg Bop, right? Where you have Blitzkrieg Bop, which is just this fast song, fucking right. shove it down your throat, fucking sing along, uh, you know, start of every road trip ever fucking song, right? Um, and then they did this on the back end of it. So the idea was, is this was the range of the Ramones, right? Um, where they were anything from pop music uh, to hardcore, you know, in, in, in their sound, where they were just willing to rip and playing the little fucking little poppy fucking tune, right? For get them on the fucking radio, Chris. Fun fact here. Fun fact, Dustin. Who is Clem Burke when it comes to the Ramones? Mm. He's the only Ramon we haven't mentioned. Oh, Elvis Ramon. There you go. Oh, shit. This song's so fucking good, dude. Right? Yeah, it is. I know I don't know why. Chris, all the Ramones, obviously took the last name Ramon, but they, uh, their names are actually similar to the very, their first names, their actual first names, except one, minus Clem. Well, Clem, that's like a southern sa- sounding name, and Elvis. Dee Dee was Douglas. Tommy was Thomas, Richie was Richard, CJ was Christopher Joseph, Marky was Mark, 
And Johnny was John, but Joey Ramone, the lead vocalist, was Jeffrey. I guess Jeffrey Ramone didn't have the same ring to it that Joey did. What a good album that is, man. And, it is. And uh, what a kickoff to, to punk rock music, huh? I agree, man. Uh, what we're listening to now, Chris, in lieu of doing a great cover-to-cover album, because I picked a few different bands, I wanted to cover all these bands from Spain. Uh, I'm playing two tracks from the band Secret Army. This was off of their release in 2006. The album's called Secret Army, the track's called Secret Army, and the band's called Secret Army. This is track one. This is covers all of Chris's bases. Yes! Yes! Can I be critical? Yeah. You did all these Spanish bands. No rude pride, dude. I was opting for Spanish bands we hadn't played yet. So? So? Rude pride. We played rude pride a bunch. I we love play. rude pride. <laughs> but we haven't played any of these bands. So I'm trying to cover some bands that haven't been played on the show. Fair enough, sir. I could have easily picked rude pride. Great cover to cover album and picked any other albums, though. Chris, this band Secret Army, you can find them on Contra Records and Longshot Music. Chris, they're from Barcelona, Spain. You were in Barcelona, Chris. I fucking love Barcelona, man. Shout out to all the people in Barcelona. I love you. Your fucking city is amazing. (laughs) Chris, I picked this band. I was so drunk, Two tracks to contrast. I slept on a fucking street. Woke up and kept fucking going. Good job. <laughs> I, I picked the second track from Secret Army. Came out on, I believe it's their newest album, which came out in 2015. Yeah, 2015. It's called Ravaged. And this is track two. It's called Vengeance. I picked this as a contrast between the two. So the All first right. album in 2006, 2015, they have a bunch of albums. Right. So they got material. So as a compare and contrast, you know, I haven't looked up the personnel from the band to see if it has changed or if it's drastically changed. But we were having that discussion earlier in the episode about Dropkick Murphys and, you know, the kind of the evolution of a band. And so to go from the last track to this track, let's take a listen.
Chris, a lot of difference there. I, to be honest, if I didn't know, I wouldn't know that it was the same band. I think the, the sound has changed quite a bit, and I'm not yeah. saying it's good or bad, negative one right. way or the other. I like them both. But right. to go along with what you were talking about, about Dropkick Murphys, I like them both for different reasons. Right. Not because it's the same band making the same style of music that, like, oh yeah, I really like Secret Army and the track Secret Army, so I want to hear more of that. It's I like that, and that was great, and now you hear Vengeance off of Ravaged, and it's like, oh, that's a totally different type of track, man. Quite the evolution for a band in nine years. Cool track. Chris, we're only going to do one guilty pleasure today. I didn't want one. I didn't have anything okay. picked out from Spain, so we're just going to do what you got. What do you got? Got Waylon Jennings. Why'd you pick this Waylon song? Not nothing wrong. But I'm just curious. It's my favorite. This is your favorite? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just know that the majority song, of but the, I, this song is found with Willie Nelson. I was able to find it oh, okay. like on the original album. This is right, the original right, yeah. album version without Willie Nelson. These guys, you got to remember, all these outlaw country guys. They all sang each other's songs and sang with each other. There was no such thing as. As a matter of fact, Dustin, when Waylon Jennings was busted. For cocaine in a federal narcotic sting, at, he was in studio with Hank Williams Jr. <laughs> right? So, uh, Waylon, of course, singing songs about, you know, a, a good woman with a shitty guy. He's right. singing about himself. Right. This guy fucking did everything. You name the drug. If you ever seen, like, the, uh, the, what, the parody movie of Johnny Cash... Right, walk hard. Oh yeah, Dewey Cox. Yeah, right, and he does all the fucking drugs. That's that's what he So yeah, man, he uh, he's fucking. He was out there doing every goddamn drug that he could. He got fucking busted by the feds uh, on cocaine charges, um, conspiring to possess and possessing with intent to distribute cocaine. Um, and uh, yeah, he um, he cleaned up. Only because he found his three-year-old son with a fucking straw in his nose, he was trying to be like daddy. Wow. He wasn't, like, there was no cocaine around, right, but he right. put a straw in his nose. Fucking sober you up quick, right? Right. Um, and so, yeah, man, just, I thought that this song fucking fit well with him. Just kind of, this is who he is, right? guys did so much drugs. She loves him in spite of his wicked ways. Fucking outlaw country. Running fucking cocaine. But staying true to their craft of music, right? Right. Staying true to what actual country was supposed to be. Not doing pop music. Right. Dustin. She's a Oh, I'm looking at future episodes. Oh, no. There's, it gets dirtier. <laughs> it gets dark here real quick. Anyways, uh, what do you got for us? What, where, where's our That's socials? That's it. This is the last stuff? track, man. You got socials and all that stuff? Yeah, they're on the next page. I fucking can't find it. Son of a bitch. 
bitch. Well, on Dustin, you can you find go. everything on Twitter at RealBigFish, at Authority underscore zero, at Dropkick Murphy's, at Minority of One HC, at Secret Army BCN. You can find me at SLC Punk Chris. You can find me at another punk SLC. Instagram at Real Big Fish, at Authority Zero Music, at Hexen.oy, at Trashed Again, at Dropkick Murphy's. You can find me at SLC Punk Chris. And we're at SLC Punkcast. And on Facebook at Real Big Fish, at Authority Zero, at Hexen.oy, at Trashed Again, at Dropkick Murphy's, at Glory Boys, at Minority of One HC, at Secret Army, at Official Whalen Jennings. You can find me at SLC Punk Chris. And we're at. SLC Punkcast. If you're still listening, what the hell are you doing tonight? Jesus, Thorson, go to bed already, all right? Hey, uh, thanks again for listening. We appreciate everybody. Uh, we appreciate input. And uh, Dustin, play the fucking outro. Yeah.